Fill her up. You're listening to the Gas Digital Network. Master of Punk's Tamer Sages, the King of Ring himself. But your boy, Thicky Smalls, Jerome Michaels, in the house. It's Monday. You're all the way through L-I-V-E. it, people. You're all the way through it. The Monday is almost over. The Monday's scary. It's about to be Tuesday. It's your boy, Gerard Michaels. Thicky Smalls himself, as Mickey Gall calls him, Honky Kong, here on Gas Digital Network. And to my right, at six foot three, 200 pounds, and every single one of them is a problem. The master of punks, the tamer of sages, the king of the ring himself, the CEO of the RNC, Slick Mick, the ruler, Mickey Gall, ladies and gentlemen. Sup, Big G? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing better than great because we got a guest today for our live. Bro, how happy are you about this guest right now? Be honest. Bro, super stoked. So stoked because I am maybe the only hockey fan in all of Florida, and I'm a New York Ranger stan, as you know, and this man is the prince of New York Ranger royalty right here. The The namesake. The king of the handles, right here. The double overtime devil killer, Stefan Mato. Is it Junior? The second? The third? It is Junior. Stefan Mato Junior. What's up, friend of the program? Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. Thank you. What's happened? You're our very first hockey player that we've had on the show, man. My very first podcast. I'm happy to be here. First time. Way way to go. Way to go. Hey, and... you know, people don't know. You're a huge hockey fan. Huge. You hockey got fan. you watch every single Rangers game there is. You record every single one of them. Yep. Watch them back. Yep. Yeah. It's... So I figured this would be a good one to talk a little hockey. We got my my brother here who I train with over at Barwis. Nobody cares about hockey, Boomer. Yeah. The uh, I love Yo. it. I you know what I love it because I I played basketball, I played football, I wrestled, fought a little bit, played baseball. So you look, can't really like you look at those sports from a perspective of you know a little bit. And like you can break down the analytics of it a little bit, or you, you know, you're kind of looking at it from not like an enjoyment right. perspective. But you watch it as a true fan. Yeah, you're saying like, like you're just, hockey. Just, I yeah. played street hockey, and that was that. And yeah. all I want is like, ah, hit him! I don't know <laughs> shit about <laughs> tactics. I don't know anything. I'm like, shoot it, hit. I mean, shoot, I've heard hit, you. Shoot, wa- I've heard you watch your Rangers games. You you do get a little technical sometimes. Well, you know, you watching you watch enough hockey. Hey, hey, don't you, know? you love Don't you love that man? He's probably one of those all time couch GMs. I should have. <laughs> they shouldn't have made this trade. Oh, Why the, fucking shoot the kid it? line's doing great. <laughs> Meanwhile, the <laughs> they other did line do great. <laughs> all right, so he's right about that one. All I'm saying, he's right. All I'm saying is I didn't get fired from the couch. The thing about Rangers coach got fired. The Rangers fans are so passionate and they actually know hockey like my dad obviously he's, a, he's involved a lot in that rangers world and mm. he's very involved with the fans through the alumni stuff that he does and that's what he always says he's like man i i, I hate to say it montreal fans they're crazy but they know hockey rangers fans are so passionate and they know hockey i went one of the greatest nights of my life is i went to a rangers game in montreal that was nuts that was like you would have thought I've I've never been to a big time UFC event in Vegas, but I I can like the tension. Mm. Like you thought there was gonna be fights every second of that game. Somebody cheered too loud. There was a bunch of guys staring at them. Then they're you know the beer starts flowing by the second period. People are getting cursed out in French. I don't understand what the fuck you're saying. <laughs> it's fucking wild. It was nuts. And we were ready Sacre to rock. Yeah, tabernacle. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> it was great, man. I loved it. Yeah. The worst part is the Montreal media. They're just so, uh, so intense. Like the the players can't listen to the listen to the radio. They can't uh, 
do anything there. But it, it's 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 unreal to be able to my fourth game in the NHL was in Montreal and just to experience that. And I think my one of my first was a preseason game and it was it was at the Garden. So that was uh, two buildings that I'll I'll never forget. For well, sure. your dad played in the league for so long. I imagine you grew up mostly in America, right? Right. So we uh, he played. He started in Calgary. I wasn't born yet, and then I was born in Chicago when when he was there. Then it was New York, St. Louis, San Jose, Florida, and the family followed. And where my both my parents are from is a small town, Rue Naranda, Quebec, seven hours north of Montreal. Quebecois, mm. Quebecois, and we got a, uh, we very got a, Quebecois. There. We got a stinking Frenchie on here, man. <laughs> yeah, do you watch Letter Kenny at all? <laughs> I watched a little bit of oh, it, but. Uh, it's, so, um, big, so for, big rivalries uh, with the Quebecs. Yeah. Yeah. For, for some of the, the hockey casuals, like obviously, you know, you know hockey probably like the back of your hand coming from a hockey family. being uh, And he's drafted by the Devils. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. He's a Jersey boy. Honorary Jersey boy. Um, and, you know, you, you know your shit, too. Mm -hmm. But so first, you said that the Canadians and the Rangers have big like diehard fan base well toronto apparently is worse than all of them those are those are both so those two are the original six right hey look at right? me now, and now three, let, yeah. let me let me see if i can get a couple more okay right? can mickey get all original six i like it nope Flyers no. aren't one nope. Fuck. um the oh, bruins yeah bruins? the bruins uh um, I, I gave you one before toronto yep four you got two um, more detroit yeah, yeah. look at you um Help me out. Give me a hint. It's Chicago is six, right? Chicago. Yeah. Chicago uh, Blackhawks. Well, Chicago well, Blackhawks. That was a heck of a hint, dude. <laughs> <laughs> kind of just told me. Oh, I don't know. What was that supposed to be like? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I wanted like uh, a... Al Capone. Bratwursts. The Bears. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So for people that don't know, for people that don't watch hockey, and for people that aren't old like me, Christian, pull up what the name Mato 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 is most famous for. Maybe this is when Gerard had his first boner. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Thank you. You can tell your dad that for me. Uh, but I do remember this is one of my very first memories as a child because I was like so up past my bedtime and my dad like let it happen. This game, this series, if anybody ever needed a primer into hockey, this is the greatest series maybe ever played. You had a 19 year old Martin Brodeur. Going toe to toe. So hold on, pause. We got it. We got to give people give a little back. We got to give people the context here. Yeah. This is Game Seven. All right. Uh, double overtime to go to the Stanley Cup Finals. Mm. The Devils had been a laughing stock forever. Matter of fact, like Wayne Gretzky made fun of them, called them a Mickey Mouse team. They're finally getting good. Lou Lamarillo's in there. Changed the whole thing around. Lou Lamarillo, for people that don't know, is the guy that hired Rick Pitino first in basketball. The dude is an absolute. Lou Lamarillo should run the United States. Lou Lamarillo drafted me. There he's you go. He's been around forever. Go. Lou Lamarillo is still going. He's and he's running uh, Long Island yep. now. He's a beast, right? So Lou Lamarillo changes his whole team around. You got Scott Stevens on there. You got freaking uh, uh, Niedermeyer. Scott Stevens is a badass, right? Bad killer, right? Killer. Scott yeah, he... Stevens would get suspended for. 50 like games big, every year now. He would, he would hit people in the middle in, like, the open, right? He yeah, ended, was like, guys cutting across with their heads down were in trouble. He ended yeah. careers. Paul Correa, the, the, uh, what's his name? Lindros talked about him in Lindros, the Hall of Fame. Lindros, that was the one I yeah. remember. He, yeah. He, he Scott wore, Stevens he was my cold. Scott Stevens was my assistant coach uh, one of the last years in Jersey, and he was the sweetest guy ever. Really? You would never expect it. It's like, oh, how's your summer going, Scott? What do I always like, say? Most assassins <laughs> are. <laughs> how's your summer? Oh, good. The garden, the garden's going great. <laughs> a, and 
He yeah. was just so nice. So I always nice. say, bro, the the biggest killers have the nicest hearts. Yeah, you know it's what like, I mean. Yeah, yeah. The guys who like are walking around like they're fucking tough. Yeah. like you're like ah, same you're, with the hockey weak. fighters. You're Everyone's scared. So you know? nice. Mickey, yeah, yeah. Mickey's mom was like, "I never thought he'd go into fighting. He was such a sweet boy." It's <laughs> true. She said it on Fox a couple times. <laughs> sweet boy. Stop doing Real that. Embarrassing. Yeah, stop doing that. Stop. So this was one of the greatest in, in the game before this. Mark Messier cemented his legacy as the captain of captains. When that's, he, that's your uh, your all time favorite. Love him, Messier. Messier. He says we're gonna win. Game six. All right. Guarantees it and just goes out and throws up a hattie. Real quick, team's down by one, ties it, takes the lead. Okay. Closes the door with a 120-foot a, a freaking empty netter like only the captain can do. Goes out and bangs Tyra Banks later that night. Just, oh, you know, yeah. captain shit. That's some player shit right captain, there. Captain, captain my captain. Yeah, now game seven. Huh? Go ahead. I was just going to – couldn't have been more dramatic. Oh, perfect. God. Now, you, how old are you when this is happening? Are you? I was born in February, so oh, this is June. Oh, this is June, my God. Okay, so you weren't born. Or I you was were born. just born. Yeah, just okay, born. Okay, got you. So now his father gets traded at the trade deadline to the Rangers for a homegrown American named Tony Amante. He was a 30-goal scorer, very controversial deal, but Mike Keenan won us some grit. And Matt Toe, that Quebecois, is uh, known to have a little fucking nose, sandpaper. Huh? little sandpaper, baby. Let's go. <laughs> and now here we go. Here we go. We're double overtime game seven against Martin freaking Brodeur. Look at that. Wow. I can't even imagine that, that feeling, man. Oof. We go to New York I got goosebumps. now. We go to New York now. We're in Times Square and people. Play it again. Matt Play Tone. it again. Is that you? Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much for '94. It's insane. Dude, it was 1940. Was the last time they had won the Stanley Cup. 1940. They were chanting it. There was the curse. Play it again. Oh, I, I, I just he can't contain himself. I just nutted. <laughs> I got, I got spludge all over. Gary Thorne with one of the greatest calls wow. of all time. That's the, you, in in that picture is the glory and the fucking uh, oh. the glory of victory and the agony of defeat. Right you got Brodor sitting yeah. to his ass like fuck, and you got uh, your the, pops you. over there jumping up and down. And man. the devils That's would the devils would come back. <laughs> yeah, devils would then take dude. over. Brodor is the greatest uh, devil goalie ever, huh? Maybe the, the greatest, greatest ever. Maybe the greatest goalie. Maybe he's up there for sure. Yeah, and uh, it's it's funny because I came into the league. At 18, super young, too young looking back now. But I sat next to Marty my first year, my first training camp. Oh, shit. And first year, I got pretty fortunate and kind of thrown into a crazy situation um, to make the team at 18. And I was sitting next to him, and he just couldn't believe it. <laughs> he didn't believe. That first year was was pretty funny because even the refs, like it was, what was it, 2012? And my mm. dad retired nine or ten years before that. So, like, a lot of the refs the and lockout? a lot of the You're coming players, out of the lockout? Yeah. Yeah, and wow. uh, a lot of the refs and a lot of the players and especially the coaches <laughs> all were in my dad's entourage and, and, and played against him or with him or refed for him or whatever. So I got a lot of comments on the ice that year. That was, that was funny. That you make me, you're making me feel way too old. Get off the ice. Yeah. Can you imagine being Brodeur looking at the kid? That's what I'm saying. Uh, like, He's about to take this kid <laughs> under his wing. Meanwhile, he just probably gave him one of the saddest moments of his yeah, career. Yeah, he won three after that. Yeah, so I guess he's okay. Yeah, made up, he's I guess he's okay. Made up for it. Made yeah, up for and the Rangers ended up winning it. Last time they won, it's been 30 years since, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Stefan Monzo. That's wild. And then to be able to, like, play with the guys that your dad played with, that must have been nuts, man. That you're was. looking around. You're looking around. Like you said, Scott Stevens, Stone Cold Scott Stevens. Like, you're a kid growing up. 
on that team in Jersey my first year, they had just lost in the finals to L.A. the year before. Mm-hmm. And um, but that year was the oldest average team in the league. And there was me, Adam Larson, Josephson, Ted and B, who were under 21. Mm. Everyone else appeared to be like to me. They were all legends and over, you know, 32, 33, 34. And <sighs> it must have been kids. surreal. That's huh? it young was unreal. Boy. It was unreal. But just to learn from these guys, we had Patrick Eliash, David Clarkson, Dinah Zubris, who took me in big time. You think I, Eliash should be a Hall of Famer? There's a case to be made for mm. sure, man. He. Uh, he was so good to me. He was such a good person to me, and he was just so silky out there and so smooth. He gave up a lot of points to play the defensive style that they wanted to play. You know, some, I wonder if that gets taken yeah. into. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's a lot of guys who do get get sucked into that role, but I think if you like for him, who's always been on you know long term deals, and throughout the deal, your your biggest focus is to help the team. Mm. Whereas you're on one one year deals, or or like myself, you're knocking on the door every year. You're up and down. You know you're. It becomes a very selfish mentality. You gotta put up points. You have to, and 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 you'll do anything to make yourself, you know, advantageous for the next opportunity. Mm. But for guys like that, man, they'll they'll suck it up and do anything to win. So it's uh, he he definitely did, but he's also put up crazy numbers as yeah, well. Yeah, great player. Who's uh other than your father? Who's your favorite uh, hockey player that you've either watched or played with? Uh, um, your your whole career. Yeah, I think. Uh, my favorite player to watch and and kid as a kid youtube highlights of it was always peter forsberg forsberg Peter Forsberg, great man. player he was he an unreal player he was mean he would reverse tough. hit guys and he was tough and he wouldn't fight but he would like guys were scared of him my dad always tells stories because he's not was the in, biggest guy not the biggest guy my dad was in san jose for five him? years he was in colorado, colorado. a long time and then yeah. philly nashville a little oh, bit oh yeah i remember i saw some of him Bim in that Sackick. they did the uh there was like a an e60 between uh, Detroit and the oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. oh like, yeah, you remember that was called that rivalry. Oh, was called, yeah. like, that rivalry unrivaled. Was, that rivalry was nuts. That's what it was called. Right? Yeah, yeah. That that thing was nuts. All right, so okay, I know I know who he is. And that's yeah. back. That's back when you used to be able to like commit actual felonies yeah. on the ice, and oh, then you're yeah. like, hey, 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 go in the timeout box for two minutes. <laughs> that's go in timeout. That's something I want to talk about too, especially how you say the difference in like the playoff hockey, like, oh, yeah. like the contact that they're allowed to make. And uh, versus the regular season, like the like, there's no fights really in the playoffs. Yep. Not no. really, man. It's just net front cross checks to the back of the neck and in, <laughs> in the ribs and fair play. Apparently, it, it's uh, that that bother, as a fan, like as a fan that you said somebody that doesn't know that really does bother me. Yeah, like the cut, the clutching and the grabbing that gets called, the hooking that gets called during the '82 just goes away. Yeah, and then. Like, especially if there's five minutes left in the third period of a close game, the refs just put the whistle away. And I'm like, okay, so these guys can just two-hand whack people in front right. of the net? Like, this, it, that's a penalty. It gets touchy because you don't want the game to be decided with a power a play. But then again, yeah, it's yeah. within the it's it's the rule book. So You see the vets take advantage of that. Yeah. You see guy oh, like yeah. the guy who just retired, Patrice Bergeron, unbelievable player. Don't get me wrong. Unbelievable. The best of the best defensive center maybe of all time. But my God, in the playoffs, this guy's a goon. Yeah. Uh, it's an absolute good. He just rides people. Like, you know, like it's tough. Yeah, you're a pretty good defensive center when you get two fucking overhooks on anybody that's in front of the net. Yeah, 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 he, yeah, yeah. He's got it. He's got it going on regardless. He had such an amazing career, and especially as a, as a you know, minor hockey player growing up in Quebec, everyone looked up to him. And oh, was, yeah, you're not going to yeah. say anything bad about the Frenchie. He was part of the big bad Bruins who everyone in Montreal hated to – Hated the Bruins, but hated to, you know, love him because he was just always uh, a very classy and talented player. Second round draft pick, too. Let me ask you, in baseball, if you're not a first or really second round draft pick, you really have almost no chance. 
the rest of us were drafted and signed just so that the first rounders had somebody to play with. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel like in hockey you get a fair shake regardless of where you're drafted? Or I mean, how many rounds are there in, in baseball? Oh, geez, 40. There's a lot. Yeah, 40. There's seven yeah. rounds in hockey. and um, You were a first rounder, correct? I was, yeah. And uh, I think I had a buddy. I was talking to a buddy about this the other day, and, and I, I didn't see it myself, but he was reading something off to me about the, the statistics – of you know the top 10 and how much success they have in the next 10 years the top the next 10 and then the next 10 and then yeah, the it's second like round stupid. It's, it was crazy it's a crazy stupid fall off, off after but it's 10, not yeah. it's not a politics things like the, these guys are the best of the best for the reason you look around the league and this guy's so good where did he come from oh he was third overall seven years ago like these guys are, are, are mm. good and they've always been good that's why they're they're at the top in most power plays there are diamonds in the rough mm -hmm. and um you know, like Panarin, we were talking about earlier. Like mm -hmm. I think he came over way later in his career. He was he was a lot older, and, and he signed with Chicago. He was and, small, yeah, yeah. And and you know, guys, he was in Columbus right before I was, and and guys were just saying that he was a specimen. Like he was shredded, and he he had wind in his lungs for days. Like yeah. he would just skate circles around guys, and his talent, he would make people look foolish. His, his IQ is supposed to be unreal. Really unreal. Yeah. Very mm. very impressive. W would you think like that that processing? at that level is is the most important thing because things are happening so fast and I, the hits are so hard yeah I th but those guys don't get hit i don't know how i don't know how <laughs> i don't know how they don't i feel like every time i touch the puck out there especially in the nhl it's just so fast you look up there's a guy right in your face like mm. everyone's so good at at keeping their gaps and keeping tight and and but just these guys like don't cheat the game but they 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 read the game and and, and it's and it's very impressive to see how they always have the puck in full speed they always find the guy late. They always find the puck seems to bounce in their in, in their skates and land on their stick. And they, you know, you you watch them for a shift and like, oh, that was lucky. But then they do it for ten years, eighty-two times. Uh, yeah, eighty-two times. This guy's a year, gonna be unlucky. Just, These guys are not. This lucky, guy's man. pretty good at luck. Just that, how you said, like you're like every time I would get the puck, I feel like there's a guy like room, like it. That's mm -hmm. something that can make you really appreciate what you're watching out there. Oh yeah. Cause you you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause as like a. Like a civilian or someone doesn't know the hockey, like they could be like, "Dude, just fucking move the ball, you know, sure. move the puck, and put put it around him. What are you doing? Yeah. You know what I mean?" But like, meanwhile, right as you're touching it, you're feeling the pressure yeah. and all. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I always like to kind of like uh, shed light on that part. Well, TV is weird. T TV is weird too, right? Because but, what we talked about it when I first met you, you said everybody says it. When I first met you, I'm like, "Damn, you're a lot bigger than I thought you'd be." You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I've been watching you on TV. I'm like, oh, you know, he's a, he's a tough little kid. Pretty, <laughs> pretty, pretty big guy. He's a scrappy little guy. Pretty, yeah. He's a scrappy, scrappy little, you know? Little fucker. We talked about when I met when I met Jason Kidd. My mind was blown. Wow, I'm like, this guy's huge. You're so tiny. I, wait, how big is Kenyon Martin? Another thing, like, and but that, that's also what it was going to bring me to my next point. Uh, when you watch hockey and you watch it live. Oh, it's stupid. It's so much fucking fun. It's every stupid. time, like, like as a kid, like I, my dad watched was a Rangers fan, watched the Rangers, so I'd like, I'd watch the Rangers with him. But like, I, you know, I was like big into football. Sure. But every time I, I'd go to like a hockey game, I'm like, yo, this shit is fucking dope. Mm -hmm. Like it's fast moving. It's big dudes on fucking on skates crashing into each other. Th that puck's going fast as hell. Yeah. It's a fun ass sport to watch. I fall off it though a lot. It's but I fall lot, off a lot because you really. But, but now I got some boys that I'm gonna yeah. be following this year, so I'm gonna have a more invested. I want to get into that you know too. I want to get into that because it's very yeah. interesting. But the you more than any other sport, 
maybe NASCAR because you have to like experience NASCAR to understand it. Otherwise, it makes no sense whatsoever. It just looks like people driving. Around yeah, you the have block. to you have to feel the the whole Earth vibrate. Like you got to get like to understand it. So, but hockey really because the, they only follow the puck on TV. You don't get to see everything right. going on. And then you get like the keyboard warriors that are like, Leas Anderson is never going to make it. You got to give him power play time as a first round draft pick. And you're watching this guy live. And you're like, this guy is on his ass every shift. There's, you just can't do it. You can't, like, at some point, he has to kind of earn his keep too here. And again, 18, 19 years old, I get it. I'm not trying to shit on the kid, but it's so obvious who's keeping up with the game speed and who's not live. And TV doesn't really show that, yeah. I don't think. It's tough, man. Like, even Jack Hughes, he uh, from Jersey, he was the first overall pick a couple years ago, and he came in his first year, and he kind of got shit on a little bit. Like, he's not strong enough. He's not fast enough. He's well, he, not, is, he is a small guy. He is a small guy, but I think he's still My six, God, six what, he foot, does, but now, what he like, does now. He picks up the speed, and, the, and these scouts and these, these management uh, these managers, the, the GMs and the coaches, like, they know what they see. They, they've been doing this for years as well, too, mm. and now this kid is just dominating oh, the he's league. Unreal. He's so nice to watch out there. His stride is beautiful, flawless. Like he's just skating circles around guys and it's it's so impressive, but it's funny to it's funny to hear the the bad talk of, you know early on in, in in people's careers. Well, you're getting it with the Rangers now. You're getting it, you know, people are re really ready to give up on Kako. They're ready to give up. They're especially ready to give up on Lafreniere. Yeah. You know, um Me and Laffy've been training together a long time now. He's from my hometown in Blainville, Quebec it's called and We've been training a lot, and, and you know he's a hard worker. And in juniors, he was so dominant, and he's mm -hmm. he's a big guy, six two, six three, and very very well built. Is, is he a hard worker? That's that's starting to drip out in the media in New York. Larry Brooks is starting to question, you know, whether he likes the nightlife a little bit too much, whether he's actually putting the work in skating he should. And yeah, I think he enjoys New York City. Mm -hmm. I think he enjoys it. Um, I think the game catches up to you, and I think he has a very good entourage. He has good parents. He has good friends. Yeah. You know, I, I know his circle. I don't hang out with him. He's a little, he's younger than me, but I've I've been in the gym with him every day, and mm -hmm. and I know the people he hangs out with, and and uh, I think that he will get out of this slump and be fine, whether it's in New York or not. If he gets traded, it'll be a wake up call because the team that drafted you first overall essentially won't want you anymore. Oh, that'll kill me. If he does the JT Miller thing, if he does JT Miller and yeah. gets traded and is like, all right, I'll be a pro athlete now and turns right. into a 100-point two-way player, and it my might God. Happen. It might happen. And, you know, for him, I hope it does. Like, I hope he I hope he takes off wherever it is. And, um, you know, I believe in him, and I, and I love that kid. Worst trade maybe in, in NHL history. The Rangers traded their captain, Ryan McDonough, and part of the deal that they insisted was included was this guy, JT Miller. Who through two coaches they didn't like him they didn't like his work ethic for whatever reason Phil uh, P Pittsburgh kid tough kid putting up points two-way player but I guess he partied too much or whatever well, that was the the rumors right next thing you know fucking Tampa Bay is winning two Stanley Cups with our players yeah. Girardi half the guys and then Miller goes out to Vancouver. He's 200 points in two years. Yeah, like, like the kid, they tried to trade for him back. They didn't have enough to get the kid back. He's so good, man. He he took. I was with him. I played at the U.S. national program, 16 and 17 years old, and he was a year older than me. So I, I played with him that one year, mm. and uh, he was just so dominant. I remember he was he was bigger than everyone, stronger than everyone. He was cleaning two and a half plates at 17 years old. Like he was just JT so, Miller. Yeah, he was so strong. And then my dad being with the Rangers. Entourage and 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 not uh, not he's not part of the hockey ops at all, mm -hmm. but he still follows the team and he's a huge fan and 
And, um, you know, we would talk about JT a lot. And I think one of those years he got called up and sent down like 12 times in one year. Yeah. He came up. Tortorella did not like him. Didn't do the job. Mm. See you later. Okay, you're too good here. Go back up. Didn't do the job. Come back. And then, then, like you said, he just took off eventually. Now he's taking control of of wherever When you say didn't do the job, is it weird that these guys go down and they're playing top six minutes, offensive minutes, and then they come up and they're supposed to play bottom six defensive minutes? Is that that something that... It's a tough, uh, that is a tough thing. I think a lot of guys do get thrown into situations they're not trained for. A lot of guys will come out of juniors in their top six, but because the talent pool is so much lower than the NHL, obviously, and even the American League, like you'll develop a guy and and, uh, develop him as a top six. You give him the power play, give him the penalty kill, give him every opportunity. He's playing 20 minutes a night, and then he gets called up and he plays six minutes, eight minutes on the fourth line, and he gets sent back down for not producing. Sure. Like, that happens all the time. You see that all the time. But, yeah. you know, the organizations who stick it out and, and put a guy in the fourth line for the first 20 games, he does the job. Next 20 games, third line, and more penalty kill time. So he goes from 6 to 12 minutes. And then eventually you grow into that. And, and, and like anything else, the the game will slow down for you eventually. Mm. You know, it, it does slow down eventually. And you know what's around you. And you don't uh, feel like there's someone in your face every second, like I was saying earlier. But... Um, it's who just, was the it, other the guy? Boston gave up on uh, the kid because they thought he was partying too much, and then he goes to Dallas, and he's the best kid in the Sagan. league. Oh, Sagan. Yeah, he was a second overall pick. He won the won the cup his rookie year. Jeez. Yeah, he's he was, like those guys. Like I mean, it, it, they're just so good they'll figure it out. Kid likes to party. <laughs> like what are we doing? Dude, this stuff reminds me a little of that uh, Dan Marino shit back in college. Oh, that's Remember? right. Remember they? But apparently it was like unfounded. Well, like tell, people were saying for people that don't know, tell the story because it's very so interesting. So the part that I remember is if you watch the thirty for thirty, uh, Elway to Marino. Elway, I think, got drafted like number one. It's the greatest quarterback class of all time, or unless you think the Eli Manning class. But it's right. the eighty. And then Marino was draft. one of the last quarterbacks drafted. Yeah. In the draft. That's right. Right. First and round. Possibly yes, and for last in the first round. Mm-hmm. But that's like thirty spots or something. Now, talent-wise, who do you think's better, Marino or Elway? Well, that, that's not even the the real question. I mean, they're they're debatable. It's it, Tony Eason. Uh, All the other uh, guys. Breckenridge in was it Breckenridge? It was Eason, yeah. and it was uh, who was the Ken O'Brien, the right. Jets guy. Yeah. You know, and the, the Marino really wanted to go to the Jets. Yeah. And what the funniest thing about it was, it comes out that so for people that don't know, there was rumors that Marino liked the party, was doing cocaine in college, which. The whole point of going to college here, folks. But the, <laughs> like when Laramie Tunsil did the bong hit and he fell like seven picks in the draft, and it was like, because oh, he's smoking weed. It's like, all right, guys, I got a, I got a weird one. College kids smoke weed here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I wanted the Giants to jump up and bed draft. I was like, I, I don't want to draft a college kid that doesn't smoke weed. That's that's, that's weirder. Head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, so they they found this out and and Marino falls in a draft falls and falls and it and seems falls. like that someone like did him dirty like like no, well some they, bad pub shit well like, they accused Shula of spreading the rumor because he wanted him and then they asked Shula straight up and he goes nah, i would never do something like that <laughs> I'm just happy. I'm just happy you fell us. I, yeah. You know, you know, fortune like, This guy's terrible. Yeah. He's a horrible drug addict. <laughs> Don't, no one should pick him. None of Don, us should pick him. Don Shula, who's the the Bill Belichick of that day, is going around yeah. going, "I would never touch that guy." Are you kidding me? You Anybody heard, you heard about Marino and the drugs? Sad. It's gotta mean it's sad. So, it's, it's sad. Sad. <laughs> it's gotta mean something, folks. All right, like we gotta like we're we're role models here. So Marino's available. Yeah, just go ahead and put that. Thing yeah. up. <laughs> 
not he a bad fucking play. suckered him. Nah, right? Smart. So you, Chess, not so, checkers. So you then are of the opinion that these teams should give the players a little more leeway? Not necessarily leeway because it is the best of the best and you're expected to perform at mm. some point. You know, there's, a, there's obviously an adjustment period lifestyle. Like, I was in the NHL and I had never done a grocery shopping before. Like, I had never... I was I had never lived by myself before. I'd yeah, no, we get anything. it. You're a rich kid. You grew up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> my butler would always do it for me. And, you know, my driver would take me everywhere, and that's, you know, it's, so it's all new for me. I had to drive myself. And, but uh, I had been training with Dana Zubris from the Devils for a long time. And he took me under his wing early on, so you know I was very fortunate. Him and his wife and his kids took me into their house that mm. first year. I was. Mm -hmm. I was so young. I was like eight years different from his from his son. And well, Lemieux did that with Crosby, apparently, right? Yeah, a lot, like, that yeah. happens a lot of time, and it, and, and it's so it, it was so helpful. And he kind of taught me the way of, you know, as an eighteen year old in the room, kind of keep your head down yeah. and don't ask anyone for favors. And Tom Brady did it with Antonio Brown, and then got divorced. <laughs> so you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, you, take, you know, always work at your own at your own risk, vets at your own risk. You know, so there's there's some leeway to be had. I think now it's it's changed a lot more. There's a new young wave in, who you know they're picking the puck up behind the net, and and like Zegers was with us this week. He's a perfect example. He's his. He's His disgusting. hands are like, stupid. It, it, it's so crazy, and, and we see all we saw him in the gym this week, and he's just so chill about everything, and he's just yeah. so naturally gifted. And he's well, just, they're actually getting there. Some of the fans in Anaheim are like, "All right, cool, great hands. Can we? Can you throw up sixty points now?" Or like, so people get. It's almost like the more talented you are, yeah, the expectations the get. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Makes sense. The more glimpse glimpse of greatness you show the more people want right it's 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 like in anything like, oh. i think he's like 70 percent in the shootout or something yeah, like that yeah something he's crazy he's like the best all time like it's, it's stupid really? stupid yeah. and these goaltenders are are bigger like the pads they got to do something with these pads yeah I they mean, have they have been they, they made they made big rule changes you like, think they're cheating though I'm sure. I saw a picture of, of Vasilevsky. There was a picture. There's Christian, the, he's just he's just Lord's in his stance. Yeah. And there's nowhere to shoot. <laughs> no, they're, they're just so good. Like Vasilevsky we for earlier, Tampa. Right? He just he's in his stance, and there's just there's oh, yeah, no yeah. net. There's yeah. literally no. But net. he also appears that way. He's so good. He's the best in the world for a reason. Like the well, I mean, Shostakin exists here. <laughs> Let's not act like Shostakin doesn't exist. But yeah. What there's if they a, just got like like a super super wide fella like G? But it even maybe an even Just wider version. There. I can't do the splits you know I mean? though. I can't do the splits. That's the thing. You gotta, I got yeah. the hands. I don't have the yeah, legs. You gotta like beef up these goalies. Yeah. Bigger, these are rookie you know numbers. I mean? You gotta get only the goalie back <laughs> yeah, in there, get baby. Get about four bills. Goldberg, so Goldberg, the goalie. Yeah. Just back up in there, no room at all. Exactly. Real quick, guys. I got some. Remember Gilbert Brown on the Patriots or like Vince Wolfert? Just have Vince Wolfert. Like boom, boom, boom. That's it. Yeah. Here, hold on. I got some Forsberg. I wanted to see some of these highlights. That was a pass. He flipped it over Look everyone him. right on the Look stick. See you later. The, the, these were late 90s sports to early 2000s sports, and every sport was just so, so good. We got to see some of his hits, too. <sighs> yeah. You know what the, they, you know, they told me Messier and guys like Forsberg and Sackick and those guys would do? When guys would come in to hit them, they oh, would... They that would, shit was nice. They would, like... Shift their hands on the stick so that the end of their stick was sticking out, and they'd spear the guy for coming in. Yeah, them. they're nuts. Hell yeah. These guys are mean. They have some tips and tricks. I had played with a guy. <laughs> this was actually nuts. Woo. I played with a guy. Ah! Yeah. 
I think the guy who, who those are big leaguers. He's doing it too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what's well, nuts. Like these well, are the best in the world. You're, you're, you've, you've mentioned a couple of times now saying these guys are mean, right? Yeah, so, I played with a guy who was a who was a fighter. He was a, an enforcer on the team, but he would take a box cutter and roll up pieces of plastic on his helmet. So that when he would fight and take punches, the guy would tear his hands up. Get out of here. It was just nice. so unnecessary. Nice. So he's got, got little, like, yeah, shit little horns wow. up there. You can't see, but it's rolled up. Wow. And after one punch, you're like, ouch, and your whole hand's bleeding. You're like, fuck yeah. So that extra second of, <laughs> that, was, that was crazy. Yeah. Uh, it, so was his name uh, this is actually something... Ray the Boss Mc... Uh, what was it? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I blew it. <laughs> yeah. We'll what was it? It was Boss <laughs> Fuck McRae. Oh, uh, it was a goon reference. So, fuck. So uh, we, when you were talking about like how these guys like are mean, right? There was, so I, I went and I talked to my high school football team a couple, a couple times, right? And I, I remember after one of their games, their coach is like telling them, like, get, like, get mean. Like, get, you know what I mean? And this is, by the way, this is Rich Soybert who oh, won a couple man. Super Bowls for the Giants. Hell yeah. And right, I'm listening. I'm listening to him say, "Guys, almost, get fucking mean." For right? people that don't know, Rich Soybert almost lost his leg in yeah. a gruesome injury. Came back, yeah. played three different positions on the Giants dog. line, and won dog. the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, yeah, all time dog. And this is the Tom Coughlin Championship Giants. This ain't yeah. none of that five no, and is, ten. This is a fucking Pat Shermer yeah, bullshit. No. Yeah, be on time, be early. Yeah, right. But he's telling all these guys, and he's like, "Like that you like like I, I I try to talk to him like guys like you get." To like get to be mean here mm. you know what i mean our whole life we're taught we have to be you get to let that part of you out yeah. you know what i mean and i was like i was like your coach you know you know super bowl champion all those guys in the locker room you think an nfl coach ever had to tell the guys to get mean i said Fuck no because that's why they're all there because yeah. they know how to get mean. Yeah. you have to be able to get mean and tap into that side of you to be able to fucking perform and like perform and do great things right yeah absolutely and it, just to being mean it's not necessarily you know, sticking a guy in the neck or sticking your elbow out and trying to hurt someone. It's intense. Old-time hockey. Just committing to everything you do, you know, it's committing. Exactly. Like you're it's in commitment. That it's intensity. And, exactly. Well, it's, let me, it's fire. That's a, great, that's a great point. From a, from a lay position, you turn, you, they talk about people that get to the, to the dirty areas of the ice. The people who always score are always around the net front. And you're sitting here as a somebody who's never played going, okay, well, I got an idea. Get to the fucking net front. Yeah. Like, why don't you get to the net front? But the defense, the defensemen there. are taught from whenever hockey gets competitive midget, I would say. It's mm -hmm. called a box out. And, you know, well, that's called, they, we call it little people now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, look, look, we want you to get mean. We don't want you to get toxic, okay? Get mean. <laughs> don't taught, get toxic. They're taught right? to stick their stick out and not let you get to the net. Yeah. And you have these six six oh, two hundred pound defensemen, mm. Truba, not letting you get to the net. Yep. And as soon as you do, he just grabs you and puts you back. Like there's sure. a circle around the net where there's a lot less rules that mm -hmm. apply to, you know, the the games. The box uh. out it's just a fight to get to the net. So by the time that puck goes like that puck is getting past sixty miles an hour and shot hundred miles an hour. Like this thing's flying around the ice. So it goes from the corner to the D to the other D to the net. And that puck that, is hard. That happens in seconds. But meanwhile, like I gave it to the D. I got to beat my guy to the net. Mm. And that's such a hard thing to do. You're spinning off the guy. Mm. You're faking him. You're trying to get through. And mo these guys are so good and so big. They're just, you know, standing in front of you. So, so that's it's like, part, partly IQ, partly yeah. talent, and then partly the will. Right. To, to mostly kind of the will. That part of it is mostly the will. Or the, and then the puck gets shot. That's interesting. And while you're battling... The rebound goes to the corner. So it's a stop, find the puck, get to the puck So first. if you see somebody not getting to the dirty areas of the ice as a teammate, are you like, oh, this guy's a pussy? 
Yeah, you, you you know, there's a lot of calling out on that. Really? I, I would say so, yeah. Really? It's like, you, you know, it happens all the time, too, where, you know, this, the, the top-end guys in the NHL, they play smart as well. They're not going in there to get Take blown up. Well, you look at a guy like Matthew Kachuk, my God. He will. Like, he's so impressive. Like, he, you know, I became such a big fan of his. Crazy. So he's everyone. made for that that playoff exactly. hockey so did everyone. style, yeah. And then you look at, like, Jack Hughes, who's not as thick. Yeah, he you know can't necessarily get in there and take, but, but take he, the same beating. He has such high hockey IQ. He knows exactly. when He'll the f- when the kind of the rebounds coming and he gets right. in there. Then they'll just lift your stick, take the puck will go through your legs and yeah, you're yep, yep. Like those guys are just so smart. Everyone's good at at, at something in in the NHL. Especially. So that's kind of it. Everybody kind of finds their way. Right. They fi- they fit. They right. figure it out one right. way or another. You master you master what what you can do. Like you have Chris Kreider who came in. You know, not necessarily the most talented guy, but one of the biggest and hardest working Big, guys. Big, strong, fast, yeah. And he, he, you know, mastered his role. Yeah, becoming, scoring, a, becoming a bumper. <laughs> he's, scoring, he's, he's scoring 30, 35 he goals, yeah, 40 stand, goals a year. He like, stands there and lets other people shoot off of him yeah. into the net. Yeah. He's, like, he's so good at what he does, and he, he just made it perfect, and now he's making so much money and spend so much time in the NHL and he's so know. really it really does come down to a toughness thing getting those dirty areas of the ice is really just about the willingness to take the kind of beating yeah because you know if you don't want it more than the other guy he'll lift your stick and give you a hit and then you're off your feet and then they're gone and things happen you know mistakes are very costly in the NHL that's what I learned everyone learns the hard way I learned the hard way you know the rim's coming you miss that puck in your zone mm. that D's getting it and everyone's turning gone that's like, it. It happens so fast, and even the fourth liners, they're all very good players. And if you turn the puck over when you shouldn't, more often than not, it's in your net. Yeah, that's yeah. The scary. Could you thing. elaborate on that? You said uh, lesson you learned the hard way. Because I, I was like, I, when I first was like getting into UFC and stuff, I would ask like the OGs, like the older guys, guys that looked up to him, but hey, what do you know now that you wish you knew when you're my age, right? Yeah, which is a good question to ask. But at the same time. Some lessons you just gotta learn the hard way. You're never really gonna learn that lesson unless you like really learn it. So what's something, something like that that you learned that you could even pass on to some, you know, aspiring hockey player listening to this right now? Um, I think like the game, the game just happens so fast. Like I was saying earlier, especially when you're doing a breakout and the puck gets rimmed around the wall to you. Like I'm a winger, so it comes to me. It's coming this way. Either I gotta get it in my feet, put it to my stick while there's a guy coming here and the D coming down on me. So I have. Either I got to go back with it or I got to go through them to the centerman coming through. And, you know, my dad, I was nine years old and he was preaching and harping on me. You know, that puck has to get out. That has to get out. That has to get out. Mm. Do whatever you can. That has to get out. And uh, I think that was the biggest thing. Like I see, you know, I'm kind of moving into this mentor role now as I get older. I'm going into my 12th year pro. And, you know, whether I'm in the especially if I'm in, in the American League in the minors, um, it's such a young league, and these kids come out of juniors, and they're flipping the pucks over to each other, and and you know not as hard as as they, oh, no, yeah, they that, need to be. That's, that's, just, that's, no, no, right. that's just for right. that's just for you assholes. <laughs> I'm gonna stay. I'm, I'm gonna be able to stick handle through these uh, pylons, man. Yeah. It's crazy. So it's like you know what the thing that I've learned from a young age is knowing what you're gonna do before before you do it. Like that's you have to, or else you're gonna get blown up. Well, that's what makes coming. you a pro, right? You I look, mean, look, yeah. look, look. Like you're always. A, I don't know if you've noticed on the Fridays we do the. We're running routes on on with Tony, and he's throwing the football to us. And I look at all the hockey guys. Some football guys are in there, and they're just looking straight back at the ball, and it blows my mind. Like you're on the field, and that thing's coming fast, and you're 
not looking too much of what's coming. You're committed to your route. You're getting the ball, and then you're going, and then yeah. you go. But for us, like we're all looking ahead of us. You know, no, no. For those guys, it's better not to swivel all yeah. the time and know what you're doing. So that that's I think that's the biggest thing to become a professional because even you know knowing what you're going to do before you do it that has nothing to do with your speed or your size. You know, you you're doing things before you get hit. Shout out to Tony, by the way. He's a great dude. He is a great, great dude. dude totally. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's the biggest thing that I that I would harp on is 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 knowing what to do before you is do that it. film would you think that that's film is that is that putting in attention to the craft like how, how do you i think it's putting it's putting craft. attention into the craft it's in practice you know like we go through flow drills and everything's super easy and you're just kind of flowing through it and, yeah. and going through the motions at a high speed and high execution but without any pressure really so well, and it's the same thing he was saying about crotter the way he found what he was good at and different things like that yep. I, it's the same thing like you have to know yourself Right, right. Exactly. You have to know yourself where yeah. your gifts are, right. your skills. It's the same thing with fighting. If you're good in this, these couple of positions, your job is to funnel the fight into those positions exactly. where you have the advantage. Right, right. So you know, in like your your go-to moves, it's not from watching film. Maybe watching your own film a little mm. bit and seeing I do something good here, but not on anyone else. It's all, it's about you enforcing your will. Right. Well, Usually you, in hockey, they'll they'll try and find an example um, of a past or present player who, who's very good and kind of fits your mold. And then mm -hmm. they'll show you clips of him. See how he does this, see how he does that. Yeah. But most of the video is on yourself. Sure. Most of the video is on yourself, self-correcting work. And then the coaches will like, Fuck, I missed three rims that game. I missed three breakouts. I wasn't quick enough. And then you'll do that at the end of practice. You'll do, you'll take 15 mm. to 50 reps or whatever you want to sure. do. And, or you're in the slot and you, you miss that one shot that came from an awkward angle. You'll do that a hundred times. And then, you know, it's always being ready. I and think a lot of guys will. I like, imagine being in the right system helps too. You know, yeah. like a system that suits you, a yeah. system that suits your game. But I think that's for like for a player like myself. Like I will get the puck out, beat my guy up, yeah. and then I'll win the race to the forecheck. You know, sure. and then get it to the D and beat that guy to the net. I'll win that battle every time. Like I'm a really strong and fast guy, but I'm not skating through guys' skates and. And, 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 you know, embarrassing guys out there. I'm just trying to Yeah, but you also muscle. need somebody to put the pass on your tape. You Correct. Know? Like, one of the things I love about his sport, you know, is, you know, if, I, if somebody steals off of me, right, and I throw down to second base and they get the stolen base, I look like an asshole. I don't get to say, well, well the pitcher took a long time to get me the ball and the yeah. shortstop, you know, wasn't in position for the tag. He was behind the bag, not in front of it. That's everybody else's fault, not mine. I made a great throw. No, you suck. Like, yeah. that's what the stats say, right? Yeah. In his sport... It's you. I mean, Dustin Poirier, man, one of the best in the world, comes out there, takes a head kick. Like, fuck, man. Is that one of the last, last week? Yeah, was, yeah, uh, yeah, Saturday's. Saturday's fights. The BMF belt, Yeah. Uh, the bad motherfucker belt. It was uh, Dustin Poirier versus Justin Gaethje. And uh, Dustin won round one, and yep. then Gaethje caught him round two with a head kick. The same head kick that uh, Leon Edwards knocked out Kamaru Usman with. We've been seeing a lot of it. Lately. Yeah, what were you calling? It? You were calling it the Salt Lake Special or something like that. You told me. I think it happened in the same spot. Yeah, same yeah, place. It was the same. It was the same place that happened to Usman, uh, who's a champion, trains uh, with us over at Kilcliffe. Yeah. Now you didn't Throw have a lot right, of boom. you didn't have a lot of amateur fights, but what what was was it the speed when you moved up to the high level? Was it the speed as well? Was it power? Like what was the difference in in moving from the kind of the regional fights? Well, to... mine mine was kind of different. One, I I came up training with UFC guys. Like I trained with you know Jim Miller, Dan Miller. I yep. cut my teeth going with guys like that. Like just started. Yeah. But a, one thing in mind was I I never really had, like I had a few amateur fights. I had one pro fight and then I was in the UFC. Yeah. 
So you can, you know, you can do amateur fights where these guys are like half in it, half out. When you're in the UFC, you're like, you're not, everyone there is tough. Everyone there is one of the best right. in the world. It's not like, you know what I mean? It's, there's no, there, there's no like getting easy fights there. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like it's, it is what it is. So I, you know, I never, I can't, couldn't even really compare it. I have one regional fight. Yeah. I hadn't, I didn't have enough prerequisite to even really say. Well, the reason I ask is because. You know, I hear so often about the, the speed of the game, speed of the game. In baseball, it was different. It was faster in rookie ball. Guys would throw 100 miles an hour. Everybody threw 100. And then the higher levels you got, people threw less hard. The game slows down. But everybody does everything right. The execution. The execution yeah. is insane. A guy goes one – you miss you miss a breaking ball, it's a hit. Yeah. A guy leaves <laughs> a ball up, it's a hit. Yeah. You know, you like this is why people get so mad at the umpires. Like – I, I've never been able to explain it to people, like, why on a 3-1 pitch, it's a ball outside, the umpire calls it a strike, and, and the batter's just giving him an ass. Well, because I was on first base. Now i got to deal with the best pitcher in the world throwing right. fucking four pitches right. in three. Like, no, dude, that's, no, that's nonsense. Like, I should be on base. And that's the thing with the hockey, too. It's like, what you draw up on the board, this is our plan. We're going to do a 2-1-2-4 check. Like, no one's out of position, and if you are, they're gone the they're other gone. way. So you have to really, really... Be perfect at what the coach that high, that execution at that level. It, it's so impressive to see guys like it's. It's really. It's not. There's guys that can blow the game out. And he, I was kind of that, but I was very streaky. Like man, I can get hot, hit two home runs and a double in a game, and just wreck the game. But then I can go over sixteen. Yeah. And those guys at that level, dude. That's just you talk about a Forsberg. Point a game. Point a game. Point mm. a game. Point a game. Point a game. Point a game. Every game. Mm. Yeah. Consistency. Every game. Every game. Yeah. Every single time he's on the ice, he's a problem. And you see, you, they call it tilting the ice, right? You yeah. can tell when these guys are on the ice because they're always in the offensive zone. And as a, as a fan, you're like, wow, this guy's really lucky. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, exactly. Seth, who are some of the guys uh, at Barwis that uh, people should keep an eye out for, that I should keep an eye out for this season? Uh, definitely the two guys that that we're with. You know, Megna's up there. He'll, he's going to be in Seattle next year. And then pull, Brandon, pull these guys up too? I got high hopes for Zegras. Yeah, I got high hopes. Yeah, I'm, I'm he, was there, he was there for a week, but the guys who've been here all summer, and I'm new to this, but there's Peeker. I was with him in Columbus. Andrew Peek. Okay. He uh, he's going on to a new three-year deal that he signed with Columbus. I'm really happy. What for a great him. town Columbus is, huh? Sleeper city. People it, don't know. It is. What it a is great nice. town. Yeah, <laughs> I fuck with Columbus. Columbus <laughs> it was is cool. really yeah. nice. We really enjoyed it, and uh, where the guys lived in in Upper Arlington, right there, there was the nice golf course. And oh nice, yeah, and it yeah. Was, it was really, really nice. We enjoyed it. Upper Arlington, they got one of the best. Uh, what is it? The first watches in the country. Over oh yeah, there. Oh, it's yeah. really. Well, good. you know Columbus. An they, egg frittata. They get, they get like first watch. All this stuff, like all those new places, go there first. It's like a tester city. Like the franchises. I didn't yes. realize there's so many headquarters there too. Yeah. Like Victoria's Secret headquarters is there. Well, the guy, uh, the guy owns like everything. The Victoria's Secret guy like owns Columbus. Doesn't okay. that guy have something yeah. in there with the Epstein? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some, some. He was in there. Columbus. Yeah, <laughs> Victoria's secret was he was financing Jeffrey Epstein. That's yeah. what the secret was. That's so you heard it here first. <laughs> Stefan Matzo Jr., Epstein exactly. Island frequenter. <laughs> Breaking news. Um, yeah, but they they have like like first watch. Now they're here all and all over the place. Yeah. The first ones were in Columbus. They got all, like all these different like places. I remember like Bibby Bop. I don't know if that made it out yet. Yeah, we it's, were there. All it's the like. Time. Uh, it's like yep. almost like Chipotle, but oh, really? yeah, I know. Yeah, you, we you have know one in Cleveland. Yeah. yeah, 
Fuck oh, Cleveland. We're talking about Columbus, you piece <laughs> of shit. Like an hour away. Same shit. <laughs> <laughs> you piece of shit. You're always trying. You get punched once, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we got to um, tell you another one. I got some one. tie highlights when you guys are ready. I we got, got some whoa, tie? Whoa, whoa. You don't even know. They don't, I didn't even bring it in yet, pal. Oh, oh. Christian, you want to get, gonna, you wanna get they, in a hockey fight okay, with Stefan so Matel tonight? Yeah, you okay. want to get in a hockey fight? <laughs> not really. They don't, they don't pull, they don't pull the jerseys anymore, huh? We used to do that when we were kids. Put throw a helmet and gloves on. And just go at it in the locker room. Like just let it eight ride. Eight-year-old to twelve-year-old yeah. kids, so dangerous, man. <laughs> That's awesome. It's it's <laughs> funny. It. It's funny it's how, how Gary Bettman has tried like every way to get rid of fighting without like getting rid of fighting. He's like, all right, now you guys can't take the helmets off. That'll stop them. <laughs> nope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't take the other person's helmet off. It's an extra. Like yeah, if that used to be like a gentleman's oh, really? thing, right? Yeah. Like you take the oh, helmet wow. off, be yeah. a gentleman for the guy. Now you guys just punch the helmets. What's wrong with it's, you guys? It's nuts. It's nuts. Why do you Damn, punch the helmets? It hurts. It's, it's stupid. Like it's just part of the game, and you get caught up. When in did they it. You make that rule that you can't take the helmets off? And it's a vi- everybody Couple wears years. a visor Couple now, years. so you're punching the visor. I can't imagine that feels very good on the old knucks. I think you. I think you gotta the, find if, that if, chin, if it, dog. You gotta, gotta find that chin. If it comes off and you end up getting the chin strap, and like it, it's easy to it falls off. Are you? Are, no. Why isn't anybody grabbing the jersey, giving it the old tug anymore? That, if that it comes over, they stop the fight. They stop the fight. Yeah, if it that, comes that's over, the whole Happy Gilmore. That's, that's the comes, hockey fight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If it comes over the head, it, it gets too dangerous because the guy can't defend himself, and you're just feeding him. Yeah, that's the reason you do it. Yeah. yeah. We were actually talking a little bit of fight strategy. Yeah. For like he showed head me kick? like what. Are you gonna head kick? Can't yeah. head kick. <laughs> you can't elbow. Off and oh. Cut a guy. Yeah, right. First one is Jersey like, rules. Jersey rules. Yeah, like the sharks versus the whatever they are. Well, what was, was that it? movie? Yeah, yeah. I don't know because I'm not uh lame. I don't watch. Uh, what? West Side Story. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sharks versus I the you were talk- Jets. I thought you were talking about uh, Slapshot, where the guy nah, actually nah, nah, tries nah, to nah. take the guy's eye out yeah. with it. Nah, that's cool. Um, so you guys were talking about Messier, your favorite yep, hockey player. Yep. Yours was Forsberg. You know who mine was, guys? Mm. Pull it up, Christian. This is my favorite right here. Little Ty Domi. Oh, <laughs> there he oh, is. Man. Throwing lefts. <clears throat> oh. My dad fought him. He said it was zero fun. Really? <laughs> yeah. Albanian, that big old Albanian head. Now his son is is a great player too. Yeah, I played with Max in in Columbus as well. He was he's such a good talent. He's a good player. I like I like him a lot. Mm. I, I met uh, Ty and his son. Uh, they he he played uh, in New Jersey, right? Ty was or, a was uh, a ranger. Uh, the, the, the son. Max, no. All right, maybe they maybe they were playing there. They were after okay, maybe, yeah. Um, but I got to meet them at like like in the box after. Yeah, Max is going to Toronto next year. Is that right? Is that right? Yeah. So uh, Ran- Ranger, the uh, the Devils took good care of me, man. I was always a Rangers fan growing up. But then the Devils showed me mad love. Ty Ty Domi uh, told a great story on. He hits the this after he does it. Well, that's so that's the story. He tells the story on uh, Spit and Chicklets. A great, great, great podcast for hockey fans. Um, so he's on the Rangers and he's trying to like make his name. He's like, I'm not talented enough to stick with this team. They're so talented. I got a bang. Because back in the day, I guess the idea was you had an enforcer, and that was like the policeman. Back in the day, you had three or four. Yeah, so nobody took nobody took advantage of your guys, I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he wanted that job, and they had Joey Koser and all this. So he's he gets in the fight with their the big guy in the league at that time was ah, fuck I forget his name, uh, somebody on the Red Wings. Darren was it McCarty? I, I don't remember. But he gets into a fight and he does the whole like you know put the strap on me WWF thing going around Madison Square Garden. And it pissed off the Red Wings so much that they just ran the guys all night long after that. And Messier sits down. Domi's like, 
happy about himself yeah. in, in the locker room and Messier like undresses him. You just created a shitstorm for un everyone. Undresses him. He's like, I swear to fucking God, if you ever do anything like that again, I will put you so far fucking under the building. You will never fucking play. <laughs> like, and just undresses him. And Domi's like, dude, I just got yelled at by one of the greatest players of all time. I'm fucked. Like, I'm done. <laughs> and then Messier takes a shower, comes back out, puts his arm around him and goes, all right, but it was a good fight. Where are we going out tonight, yeah. kid? And like that, <laughs> and it was like, that's the essence of the captain, yeah. right? Like that. He got his point across, but then, all right, yeah. now, you know, now yeah, let's amen. let's it's over. Let's let's have a beer or two. And I love that era of story times. Like my dad will just sit, and I've heard a thousand stories, and I've heard a few of them a thousand times. Yeah. <laughs> he just repeats yeah. them. But doing, doing blow up Madonna <laughs> before the games. <laughs> but but like even even now, like every time he's like, uh, something comes up. Like did you see that? Is like, oh man, this one time. Look this up on YouTube. Uh, 1992 Blackhawks versus Jets. And then there, there's just line brawls every week. Line like brawls. It, it never, it was never ending. These fights and these these rivalries. It was just uh, think about the guys. I love the obviously I, I'm a fighter. I love the fights in hockey. I think it's you know it's such a fun part when they break out. Mm. What I just learned in this past year was that people need to mutually agree to it. Yeah. Right. Like I didn't know. I thought for any you could just start punching. They no, had to, no, so no. Go back. Face off. You ready? You want it? You have to be like, you want to go? And they have to be like, yeah, let's go. Chris, right? so pull up, pull up uh, like some, pull hockey some, fights. Yeah. NHL it's, what, what's so funny fights. about it Mike, is how Mike cordial it seems look to up, be. Look up yeah. George LaRock. George LaRock uh, face off fight. This George LaRock face off fight. George LaRock with the with the dreads. Big old yeah. George. This is the most cordial fight ever. Yeah. And then you get some guys that took it to uh, you take it to the wrong level, right? I mean, well, who's the guy that got sucker punched from behind yeah. in his career? Uh, oh. Ranger guy. Uh, was it Sour? Was it Sour? No. Was it a Bruin who did it? No, the guy the guy who did it, I think, just overdosed, unfortunately. Um, but I don't I don't know. There was the Bertuzzi incident. Bertuzzi La La is what I was thinking. Larock La face-off fight. It's just he just pulled. Do do you guys self police or does the coach go to you and say, "Hey, that guy's got to go." A lot less than there used to be. Oh yeah. I think now there's a lot less uh, designated enforcers. Who, okay. Who who are still good players? Like sure. Everyone, everyone at the everybody top has level, to they're play. They're all good players. Yeah. That kid at uh, Barwis, uh, Mike always calls him Mother Russia. Mother Russia. You know what I'm talking about? The R Russian kid. I'm fucking forgetting his name right now. It's, it's not the um, fight, Christian. It's, it's them asking know, the fight. Like, Larock like, asked like, to he's fight. He's like, if I was, if he was like, he's like, what, like, I forget what he's saying. He's like, I'll fight every game. He's like, I'll, <laughs> I'll fight every game I if I can. That. I think he's like in college, still. Um, fuck, I can't remember. But he's like, yeah. If, yeah. If, if, he's like, when I can, I fight every game. There's <laughs> a, there's a, there's something. I'm sure that you know when you start nice. sparring, when you start yeah. training, you get in that groove. Like there are some seasons I fought twice. There's some seasons seasons I fought. I think my most was like seven, in a season. Once every ten games. Like it's nice. That's and, gotta uh, be a pumped up feeling. But in the NHL. Some, there's some weekends where I was fighting, you know, three games in a row. Twenty thousand yeah. people for a month or two. But like you just get in that. You know, you have one good one. All right, I want another one. <laughs> <laughs> he gets the bloodlust. The bloodlust. It's a high. Dude, the whole game stops and it's twenty thousand people just watching the two. Too of much. You. Too much coffee before the game. Well, I fought twice in one game and you get kicked out. It's like. Uh, you get kicked out? Yeah. Oh, that's nonsense. Well, hey, that reminds me, and, and uh, you know, you answer uh, however you find appropriate. You've mentioned in uh, the minor league baseball, you guys would be ha like they'd be giving you, supplying you with a lot of things, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. This is this is before amphetamines were frowned upon. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know. I mean, you can answer correctly 
you know, for yourself. But the, the is, there, best, is there stuff like that that the, go, the goes on? The best thing is the, like trying to figure out the, the, the proper Percocet to amphetamine ratio so you feel no in, pain, but you're not like, you know, but you're also at the right fucking level of let's go. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Yeah, I want to be, I here. be fucking here. Yeah. That's that's so that's in that's in the minors. I'm sure he's not gonna answer, but I don't think you come back from 75 fucking stitches in your face uh, sober. I'm just gonna say that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you have surgery, honestly, it's not that uh, it's not that common though. Okay, I would I would have to. Say so that. so, so really? you guys aren't skating around methed out. No. All right. No, no. They w- w- I don't think they would let you anyways. And you play you play a bunch of games where baseball. You know, I think. It's obviously less physical sport. Mm-hmm. It's less high intensity. It's less. Yeah, they're uh, more pussies. I hear yeah. what you're saying. <laughs> but it's just such a different sport. So I like you can't be out there. I mean, in it's hockey true. And you don't even say it. <laughs> Jesus. Like, if, if you if you're out on the ice, and and like a guy like Scott Stevens, and you can't see out of one eye because you're a little fucked up, like you're you're done. Like, yeah, but I feel like uh, uh, I feel like, like some Adderall. That, that's nonsense. I, I, but I then feel Adderall, like, come on, like you, come on. You, like, that's on the list where you can't. I'm you're watching. Not no. I'm watching okay. these guys take DD. smelling salts yep. before every shift. Like, yeah, the smelling like, salts. We'll smelling salts. Yeah, we'll we'll do that just to get going at the beginning of the game. I don't even know what it does. I just you know do it because everyone else does it. And, just, <laughs> and then I play, throw it away, play, and then I'm good. I get to the dirty areas of the ice and I do <laughs> exactly. smelling salts. Yeah, don't the you first dare call time me a I pussy. I did that. My buddy was like, "Hey, smell this." So oh, I just like, like and like oh, it makes man. you like rip your head oh, back. Yeah. Oh, it like, hurts. Like yeah. your your head just wants to get as far away from that as possible. Yeah, I don't even really feel awake. I'm just. Like, I'm like, fuck? no, no I, it's no fun. I just, yeah, yeah it's, it's ammonia, right? What, yeah. I, I think so. I think so. In the head, yeah. I think it's like a, like a little smack yeah. to the head. Go ahead. What do you got, I Christian? I think this might be it. I'm not. Yeah, positive. this is it. This All right, let's go. You want to? Okay. Good luck. Good man. luck, man. That's it. Good luck, man. We'll just put this shit. He down just came up to the draw, man. He's like, hey, you want to? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Pull, good luck. Maybe good luck. I should go back a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. From, the, from the very beginning. The, I want to hear the, yeah. the interaction. So, oi, oi. All the way over, Christian. No, I think they'll I show. I think the, it starts. Yeah. Start when the when he pulls like up to here. the face off. Yeah, yeah. Right. You want to? Okay. Square off. Square, square up, <laughs> square up. Okay. That's it. That's fucking beautiful. But it's not. It's not like that. It's usually more intense than that. Yeah. I, I like when the guys say no. Uh, it, 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 there was They're a. Like, nah, uh, you stink. Why would I want to? Yes, that you? was the Brad Marchand. That was hilarious. Yeah. That was during the. Somebody's like, hey, hey, you spared me. You gotta go. I score a point a game. You're a fourth liner. I'm never gonna do it. I'm never gonna do it. Yeah, it's Dude, so the hockey chirps are good, man. Yeah. They're always they're always pretty smart. You know. Yeah, some, yeah. some witty shit talk. Do you do some chirping? Are you a chirper? Not too much, honestly. I, 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 I enjoy. Like I laugh all the all game. Like I hear <laughs> stupid shit my teammates say, or I hear someone say something. I'll just start laughing. I think it's hilarious. But I'll, uh, I'll try and put you through the glass instead of, you know, I'll, t- oh, I'll, yeah. I'll just tell the people like I'm not gonna trip. I'll just keep your head up, and I'll, I'll try to put you through the glass instead of. No, I'm just gonna murder Hell you. Yeah. yeah. No, Hell I'm just yeah. gonna, I'm just gonna give you Fuck fucking post concussion syndrome. Yeah. Keep that shit up. Hell yeah. yeah. Who's, the, who's the best chirp? Who's the best chirp that you, you've ever heard? Yeah, oh, man, there's. Oh, yeah, look at that. Like a shit talker, there's like little, 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 the hatred little, in his eyes. Little, there was one person shit. he thought no, of immediately. No, there was so yeah. much so, hatred. So, so who do you hate? Yeah, tell us who <laughs> you hate. No, was, like sometimes it's not like mean. It's just funny and out of nowhere. I was playing this one guy, and he his mouth was was never ending, and, and he was like that in the room. He was like that with his wife. He was like that with his friends. He was like, but no Adderall in the league. No, <laughs> right, exactly. 
And it was just out of nowhere. This one guy came across the bench on the ice, and he just started, I'll go anyone. I'll go anyone. And this guy had a fat face a little bit. I don't know if he was fat or not, but he had a, he had a round face. And, and out of nowhere, this kid So just, it's Jamie Beth. We got it. <laughs> this kid just snaps out of it. Hey, lift up that belly and show me your little wiener. <laughs> <laughs> just like stuff like that. Like, it's just out of nowhere. Everyone just starts. The, coach, the coaches are dying laughing. And, man, it was to this day, like, we'll still talk about it. And it was it, it, just shit like that. Like, stuff you'll remember. And, uh, so like, funny. no one gets too gutty. So like, no, but this is, this is, I tell you this all the time. And I, I tell I, anybody listening to this from MLB TV, from NHL, you want baseball and hockey to jump to the top of the list all you got to do is put mics in the dugout <laughs> that's all you got to do put mics on the players association will never let it happen yeah but yeah i mean two things will happen the ratings will go through the roof and divorces will follow <laughs> Those yeah. will be the it becomes a reality show oh dude yeah, yeah. Uh, man, it, you know? it can be it can be like, i've never things... heard anything funnier in a comedy club in 10 years of doing comedy than i heard in in one night of the dugout in baseball. Yeah. Just the stupid bullshit. Somebody's sure. half hung over, half watching. Somebody swings and misses like, hey, you're early on it, bud. The swing is like 15 <laughs> yeah. minutes late on it. Like, <laughs> right. you know, Hey, get it started yeah. now for the next one, huh? Like, it's just this. And you can tell when someone hears it and they know. Yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, it's the best. There's a lot of subtle ones. Like, you miss, the, you miss the net or the goalie. You shoot it right in the goalie's stomach. Like, there's no chance of it going in. And you just hear someone on either bench just echo through the rink how'd that stay out like yeah. <laughs> there's like there's like some classics sarcasm, that have been yeah. around forever and people it can never be overused like everyone just it's you know, like oh, ovechkin great. ovechkin talking shit to henrik lundquist is one of my favorite henrik lundquist is one of the greatest goalies of all time and ovechkin every time he comes every time he comes around and that goes your glove sucks yeah your glove sucks i'm going glove every time your glove's slow and it's just he's talking to the greatest goalie in ranger history yeah. and he's just fucking in his head and you can tell it and sure enough on the power play he gets that freaking one-timer from his office it's over the so glove. Crazy. It's so crazy, man. Like, every time every team plays against him, every single game, the power play, he's going to stand there and he's not going to move. Yeah. Do not leave him. Why does nobody... They why don't, did, why they does, don't leave him. They give him a second because you have four other superstars moving the puck around. Yeah. And they, like, always keeping an eye on him and that puck gets but to him But do those somehow. guys have 800 goals? I mean, Backstrom has 800 assists. <laughs> You know, Man. like, he's over there feeding the puck, and then you have Carlson up top, Oshie in the middle who yeah. can score from anywhere, and then I think it might be Wilson in front now who nobody can move. Yeah. Like, it's... it's uh, Christian pulled Wilson, up some of the greatest Wilson uh, was so NHL tough, chirps. he changed the Rangers' entire roster. Yeah. He beat the Rangers into trades. <laughs> yeah, he's a big boy. And he's nasty. Yeah, that's right. Good job. You guys are sensitive over there. He's too strong. He's pushing you around. Carlson, tough guy. You're a small dude, eh? Is that line right yeah. there? There's TJ Miller. JT Miller. I keep saying TJ. JT. Imagine if this shit was like this all the time. That's a cheap shot, bud. Check me out on YouTube, bud, too. A few more hits than you. Oh, man. Try me. Try me. Well, I'm right here. I'm in a blue painter. I'm not going anywhere. Simmons is a tough bastard. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That's a good hit. That's a good hit. What are you whining about? 
What the fuck are they worrying about? But like, you guys say, oh, to a little jab in the back. If you want, look up Ron Hextall. Oh, crazy yeah. moments. Oh, yeah. This guy was taking Who? baseball swings to ankles and Who? Ron Hextall. Yeah. Ron Nuts. Hextall, you got that, Christian? Nuts. That was the Broadway bullies back in the day. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. he was, uh, different, different, okay. uh, the Flyers. Yeah. You, now, you watched hockey, your dad growing up, and you've played in it post lockout. Which game do you think is a better game? Uh, It's changed a lot, obviously. You know, you were yeah. allowed to hook back then. Yeah. Like there was no penalty. There was no penalty called a hooking. So you grabbing, were, clutching. You, like a guy skated past you, and you just didn't let him fork check. You grabbed him, and your D got the puck, and you left. So it slowed the game down big time. Like there was no two line passing, which is a. Now you can pass it from behind your net to their far blue line. Yeah. Why, why was that? They just right. didn't want cherry picking. Is that the idea? Or? I, I I don't know. I, I don't know. I, th I like but it. But if now. the other team touches it first, it's icing. Yeah, right? that it used but, if, to but, be. If, but if you're t so, but you you couldn't even have your own player touch it back in the day. Yeah, it used to be okay. a touch icing. Like so, if you ice it, you had to touch. The you puck. had to touch the puck. Now right. it's a race to the bottom of the circles yeah. or the hash marks. But you had guys like it was so dangerous. You had guys blowing imagine. each other up, forgetting yeah. the puck, and just killing each uh, other in the corner at full speed. Yeah, with two hundred okay. with a two hundred foot head start. Yeah, just it was let it ride. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So there's a bunch of rule changes. I like the speed and creativity of of it now. Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't play in the in the past mm -hmm. era. Like my dad, you know, a lot of people from that era will say, will say that it's you know too fast and not there's enough. No yeah, and, there's yeah. no hitting. Yeah, right. So it's kind of similar to the NBA, where the NBA used to be a mu more much more very physical. much so, very much like so. They'd, they'd be you know hacking on people, and then nowadays it's more like the shooters and moving the ball around the speed. The only difference is, and this is where it gets weird. Come playoff time, but again, hockey it goes back. It, it turns back yeah. to old time hockey. So you get this really fast, uh, really skilled team. Today, yeah. So you get this like crazy skilled team, and then you you you, you win the President's Cup. You know the President's Trophy. You're the best team in the league, and you take the best team in the league into the playoffs. And then you know you play against a team full of goons in Tampa Bay, and they win. Uh. So it's it's very odd. There's almost like you need to you have to get a good regular season team to get into the playoffs. But then you need a team ready for playoff hockey, which is a different thing. And they all know it. It's like an unspoken thing. I don't want to speak for you, but like everybody knows that the rules are completely different in the yeah. playoffs, right? Yeah. You don't want the game. I think the, the the thing is you don't want the game decided on the power play. You want the best team game to win. Mm -hmm. And it's going to get intense. Emotions are way higher. And, you know, a clear trip is going to always be a clear trip. Sure. But I think those battles where – you know, a little stick in the nuts or cross check in the back. Like a lot of things will 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 be let slide, slid, and it's uh, it can get pretty dangerous. So this but. is where the analytics guys get weird, and this is I'm sure your dad would say this about the guys online. Like they don't believe there should be hitting. They don't believe there should be fighting. Ooh. So the the like the nerds, right? The idea of the, like the new analytic. You know how we talk about analytics change baseball. Yeah, baseball. Yeah. It's coming into hockey hardcore. Corsi the whole nine, right? But they don't take into account like kind of these playoff rules and they're like well don't shoot unless you got a great shot a pass is better than a shot right. but if you're playing seven games and you got guys laying down in front of slap shots just fucking just let send it right fucking in there. go bro just feed them in yeah, yeah you're, you're looking to break ankles and yeah like yeah. It's, yeah game 52 of the season like you're trying you're always trying to get it through you're always trying but like you hear the the, the crowd yelling, shoot it, shoot it, shoot it when you're on the power play. But there's no camera right behind the puck or the behind the games? man. You have four guys between you and the yeah, net. Yep. It's not that easy. Is there 82 games at all? Yeah. 82, the, 82 okay. yeah. So yeah. it's, it's but yeah, in the playoffs, man, like there's people in front of you, rip it at him. Rip it. Rip it right by his face. And yeah. next time he won't block it.
Well, yeah. or or he will, but it'll be he'll be hobbled he'll for the no next team. seven games of the right. series. It's yeah. really a war of attrition. Yeah. It's insane. I mean, there's nothing more impressive in sports in my mind than winning a Stanley Cup because what that Why? team has to put their body through to get there. It's right. been said a lot. It's the hardest hardest trophy to win. I think you know, biased obviously. Mm. I think it is. It's just so physical. Such a long season. You go through injuries. The whole it's a whole team thing where the stars have to align to have the right pieces on the team, and then everyone, right. someone needs to step up, you know, big time in yeah. playoffs and score like Kachuk did. Like he's already a superstar player, sure. but you know, other players statistically in. Bennett, speaking, Bennett did unbelievable in the this, playoffs. This Bruins team that they beat was statistically speaking the greatest regular season team of all time. Yeah. Uh, uh, who beat them? The Panthers. Yeah. The Panthers. Yeah. An eighth seed. And right. Panthers were only in because Pittsburgh shit the bed last game of the season yes. against uh. the worst place team, Blackhawks. Yep. So they lost. So they were out. Florida came in. Wow. That, and then they made it all the way to the finals. And it was it was a crazy yeah. crazy wow. run for them. Yeah. Anything can happen once you get in. Yeah. It makes sense that you have to kind of like like how you said a war of attrition that you have to kind of get hot. It's almost like a yeah. streaky game yeah. where if you're if you're like just like. Uh, like tuning up right as you get into the into the playoffs, yep. you yeah. can ride that all the way yeah. down. Kind of like how the Giants were, yeah. In like in those like Eli Manning years, like we kind of really got hot. We were fifty, we were five hundred teams, yep. And then we got good in the playoffs. They were very tough, nice, yeah. very yeah. tough. We talked about you talked about getting nasty before. Like man, hot goalie, tough team, man, that's playoff. Yeah. If you're t- like it's it's that will you're momentum about. swings are, are bigger than ever. You know, game yep. one of of the first round, the momentum swings you can feel it right away. Like it's probably the most intense game where everyone comes out flying and yeah. you just want to kill each other and oh, go through the wall and i love as a fan i love it boy which uh Playoff which teams hockey. do you guys anticipate be, being good this year do you got a, a stanley cup winner could you guys predict uh i think it's the same team like yeah. boston will be good again i think bergeron's a big piece but they'll they'll find someone no problem as long the, as colorado has mckinnon as long as McCarr, you know, like yeah, McCarr, Tampa good again, Vegas Tampa, good again. Yeah, is, is the Vegas flu a real thing or what? The stats say the Vegas the flu first exists. Year, the first year, <laughs> I was there. The first year, I was up and down with them. The first year, and I. Uh, oh, so you played with Gallant. Yeah. Wait, wait, oh, wait, wait, cool. wait, Vegas flu? Is that like going yeah. out at night? Oh, like yeah. Like so teams would come in, and you, every year there's a rookie party. They have, they have the greatest. Team, every team had their rookie party in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. So you're going to bed at 4 yeah. in the morning, 5 in the morning, 6 they, in the they morning. And they're the, playing games the next night? Sometimes, yeah. If that's, oh, the only time, if that's the only time schedule permits it, like, like guys are. Put it this way. They have a lot the, of partying. A lot of partying. Uh, there's a the lot league. of partying, but I think it's. Uh, most guys, it's it's pretty controlled partying. Like you can yeah. stay if you're not gonna sleep until two or three, anyways. Like guys will go out and maybe have a few, and you know they'll be fine for practice the next day. At the end of the day, they are Canadian and Russian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. But you know, if you if you fuck up, it's on you, and you you might lose an opportunity you never yeah. get again. At the end of the day, you gotta be a professional. Athlete, exactly. Just like yeah. Anything, anything else? Yeah. Yeah. yeah a lot, so lot of team dinners. Um, a lot of team dinners is fine, but you know. There's a reason why Vegas, for three years, had the highest winning percentage at home. over at a home? three, and they weren't the best team in, of all time. They had the best winning percentage at home of all time. Wow! So they call it they call it the Vegas it's flu. It's a real thing. Yeah, okay. and let's it, it's it's kind of a betters thing for when people are coming in to play the Raiders now, and now the Oakland A's are going to move out there. So if you got a big team coming in, and they're you know, is that happening with the A's for sure? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Looks that way. Done. Yeah. yeah. All right. Looks that way. Yeah, the people in Oakland are not very happy about it, but, you know. They seem actually kind of happy about it. No. They want them to sell the team. I don't think they do. 
They've been chanting and like they're they're like sabotaging their own team. No, they want the, they shit? want the owners to sell the team to keep them in Oakland. They don't want. Uh, the, yeah, okay. that's what they're saying. Gotcha. But those are like the only thirty thousand people in Oakland not on heroin. So got to got to clean it up yeah. a little bit there, boys. If you want to, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They were gonna move it down around San you know San Jose area, but they were like, nah, these. Uh, oh, what is this? Oh God! It's time for Gerard's treat. I guess. Ah, <laughs> he does that cute when he gets his treat, though. He does his... What what type of treat did you bring him? Are you trying to kill him, Ben? <laughs> Yay! Nice. This segment is brought to you a, by we Diabetes. A, we need a song. Diabetes. Gerard's what, would you treat. like some of my Gerard's own? treat? Have a bite. No, get that out Have of his face. Come on, get in a whiff. You're get, good. Yes. Uh, that looks delicious, though. Should we run some Hextall highlights? Well, yeah, uh, yeah. That? play the highlights. Fucking, yeah, roll that. Wow, this is the best one yet. Is it good? Wow. Yeah. Uh, out of the corner. I gotta tell you, I think you're putting laxatives into these because the last time I was <laughs> fucked up, but let me tell you, worth it. He can't stop himself. Yeah, I'd be, I'm the easiest mark in the world to kill. Like, people were like, why Hextall's are you going to politics? Hextall's a goalie, yeah. Oh, he's just throwing down. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Hell yeah. I like this dude's style. Yeah. So back then they didn't have fighting straps. So mm. that was the thing. Like you pu- but once you pulled the guy's jersey off, mm-hmm. you had nothing to grab onto. So the guy had a huge advantage without a jersey on. It was so cool when you when you'd have Gretzky and Yager tuck in the one hip. Yeah. Man, I mean, come on. Can't do that anymore. Hey, um Gerard's uh, disgusting eating habits just reminded me. Um, <laughs> you you've been eating very uh, you you're on a diet right now, right? You've been eating a lot of carnivore stuff. I've been of, trying the animal based diet because I have I've always had this crazy eczema, oh. and I'm I've just been doing this elimination, trying to see if it's the food, if it's if it's uh, why are you gay? <laughs> <laughs> why are you gay? So I've been trying that, and it's I've been feeling really good. I've been feeling really strong, and um, now it's coming back because I've kind of been off it actually for like a week or but, two. Uh, I had buddies in town, like I was saying, so we've been kind of eating whatever. And so and you did I, the carnivore, and, and the eczema went away. Uh, it Michaela helped, yeah. Peterson kind of said the same thing. Michaela Peterson, and oh. then RFK. I don't know. It's hard because what's real and what's not. Right. <clears throat> RFK says that that eczema, and also the. Um, uh, what the fuck is the one with the gluten intolerance? Oh, uh, celiac. Uh, celiac, yeah. yeah. It's actually not gluten intolerance or celiac. It's a reaction to the pesticides that they put right. on yeah. the harvesting Probably. of the right. foods. So, so I've been doing meat and fruit and raw dairy, and it's been it's been uh, it's been pretty good. Don't do any white rice. I would. That's like that sounds like the perfect diet if you just add white rice to that. Okay. To me. Mickey loves white rice. I just I think it's it's the best carb, and especially as performance athletes, where we need to yeah. have a high exertion. You know, yeah. we're not fucking bodybuilders or yeah, fashion yeah. models. Like we need that go, and the yeah. carbs often will help that. You know, either bef- like before and or after. Yeah. I think even after is better. Where does the know? chocolate eclair fit into this? <laughs> just I don't know, buddy. For, for our performance <laughs> athletes that, out uh, there. I mean, you know, if you're working hard enough, you could have yourself a couple. Uh, Chocolate that but felt no, like, but you're gonna that feel better. Like, uh, you're gonna feel like better eating if you're working hard enough. You're gonna feel better if you're eating like I think like meat is the best stuff for you if you're eating like 
like especially like organ meat, like yeah. liver, yeah, I, I'm doing heart, that too, yeah. kidneys, like that shit. Yeah, I, I heart's one of my favorite things to eat right oh, now. Oh yeah, shit's delicious. It's it's actually really good. Like liver, I don't like the way it tastes that much. No, it's, it's an a little, acquired uh, taste. A little slimy tasting, but yeah. I, I have it in the freezer and I'll usually do like an ounce a day and yes. have a little piece and. Yeah, that stuff's great for you. It's got the most nutrients yeah. of any any food there is. But then even just like grass-fed meat, you know what I mean? Good, healthy source. Yeah. Like from, from cow, I like bison, yeah. all that type of shit. Yeah. Great. Is it is it difficult to maintain your diet? Because you played abroad now. You uh, you played in Germany. Yeah, and, I was in uh, Germany last was year. It, was it Sweden? Sweden, yeah. Sweden. Uh, what, was it, what's the, the biggest difference playing across uh, in Europe? The ice. The ice is, uh, I think it's like... 20 feet wider and 30 feet longer. Yeah, those it's guys huge. seem to struggle oh, no when they shit. come to America it's with huge. their condensed the, the, ice. Yeah, I think the game just, you know, obviously shrinks big mm -hmm. time for them here, but... It's not as physical a game over there, is it? Uh, yeah. No, it's definitely not. There's no fighting allowed at all. Mm -hmm. um, so they come here, and that intimidation factor is definitely huge. I've seen it, but some guys... Yager's are, like 75 years old still playing yeah. over there, yeah. He's so good. Putin, I, mean, I think I, Putin ripped nine goals in the last uh, KHL <laughs> All-Star game. Pull that up. Stud, pull up, pull up Vladimir Putin in the All-Star game, just absolutely housing uh, I'm, I'm sure they were playing as hard as they could against him, too. He's oh, just dude. that fucking good. Yeah. He's so good. No, you seen him it. do judo? Oh. You seen him play judo before? Oh. Yeah, with... Se with se oh, he's tossing motherfuckers. With Sensei Steven Seagal. Yeah. <laughs> tossing motherfuckers. Which, by the way, is in his rider. Everybody on set has to call him Sensei. Really? I swear to God. Look at it! Look at him go. If they don't want to get sent. Oh, to the, they don't want to get sent to the gulag. This. They're gonna let him score. Oh, look at him! He's like he's like a young Adam Banks out there. He's <laughs> Adam Banks. He's absolutely just hitting that triple deke. Oh, hang with him, Oli the goalie. That's funny. He can move though, right? That's not no, that, him. That was, that, now that's him. It's like everybody's controller turned off at the same <laughs> <Yeah>. time. <laughs> Oh. So what is this? This is like a celebrity. No, this is the KHL All Star game. No. <laughs> yeah. Boop. They went up a lot of points when Putin was in. Eleven. <laughs> he's the quite captain. A difference maker. Hey, he's got a visor out there. All right. He's really, he's ready to rock. Fuck. I gotta tell you, I'd have to take a run at him. Yeah, right. You'd end no up in chance. a gulag so fast. You I don't like my family that much anyway. Oh, <laughs> 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 just you know. <laughs> I don't know. You think you think you'd end up in the gulag? Oh, oh my god! I got I got eclair all over me. Yeah, let's say that. Yeah. <laughs> Is it eclair or like eclair? <laughs> Jesus. That, Did you nut in the eclair? Fucking <laughs> 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 got you. I will only take four more of those, and then I'm gonna get really upset. <laughs> Jesus. That was a cum eclair. Yeah. I heard. Uh, I heard there's a really good. Uh, Hockey fight. I know I keep talking about hockey fighting. Hockey fighting documentary called Is it Guardians of the Ice? Have you seen that? Ice Guardians. Ice Guardians. Guardians. Of the Ice, something like that. One, yeah. of the, one of the boys at the gym were telling me about it. I still got to check that shit yeah. out. Yeah, it's unreal. But, it's a it's a different world. Obviously, you have some guys who who love it and who do it because they love it and they love the thrill. And then you have some tragic stories of guys who, um, you know, are obviously have, have CTE later on or. Or um, they're depressed later on, and mm. they, you know, back in the day, you would just get hammered the night before because you know you're going into Detroit, and they have seven tough guys, and fuck, I'm gonna have to fight between Bob Probert, or I'm gonna have to fight. Probert was Bacardi. the guy Domi did the thing to. Okay, right. They right. fought like eight times. Did they really? That's something crazy. Oh wow. And um, this is it right here. That's it. Yep. Ice Guardians. So the guy okay. on the cover here is Brett Galan. I played with him and uh, and his brother. Both yeah, so tough, out. crazy tough. So there was one guy, I'm trying to remember back in the day, he was on Philly, but he was like a Princeton graduate. 
and like an like an aerophysics major, and he was a NHL enforcer. I'm trying to remember this guy's name. My God, but it's like you went to Princeton, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you yeah. doing? Yeah, this is hey. Yeah, this, when, this when is how I make my business. Fight? Yeah, he's uh, so when you're when you're out there, man, you score a goal. You're focused on whatever, right? You come back, game's over. What are you thinking after the game? What are you thinking? You're thinking about the next game? Are you thinking, man, like that was fucking dope? Like, are you thinking, man, I should go into coaching and ask for a little power play time here? Yeah. Like, what's what's going on? Uh, I mean, you obviously have a high, especially in the NHL. Like, the goals are so hard to score. I, I don't have many. I have a hundred games played and six, seven goals. Like, it's uh, mm -hmm. you know, in the American League, I'll be I'll be scoring fifteen a year. Like, they don't come by often. Like, it's only the top of the top who who do it, but it's um it's just rewarding like it's you know it's got to feel pretty good it feels unreal and it's and it's uh you know you work so hard for it and um when you're in it you want the win and then you know a little side piece you you want to score and you want to contribute mm -hmm. you want to be important to the team and and when you get it it's a little treat and you might watch it a few times when you get home on your phone watch the highlights and oh that was pretty cool like fuck that was a good feeling let's do it again so and then eventually it dies off pretty soon and you play so many games you play 82 games and I think it's 190 days, like 200 days. Yeah. Like it's 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 pretty quick. It's almost every other night, every third night, if not. And uh, well, you alluded to, you alluded to it before. I'm sure that there's things that you can do to give yourself more scoring opportunities. Perhaps not play as staunch defensively. Perhaps not back check as much. How do you kind of... That'd be more selfish, though, right? Well, how do you kind of measure? Because, look, nobody wants to be in the AHL. I mean, right. it's great, but you want to you be in the NHL. Yeah. But also, at the same time, like, you've got to do what the coach tells you to do, but also, you know if you score, right. you're it's staying up. Nobody's you stay within you down. the system, and then if you're kind of pegged as that third-line guy and you're taking all of the defensive zone face Yeah, and you're getting 10 minutes a night. Right. You know, what so is that, 20 it, shifts? Yeah, it's yeah. so it's tough, like, opportunity-wise sometimes, but... You know, you make the most of it, and you, the most important thing is to, is to do something to get noticed every game, whether it is blow someone up or, or get in a fight or, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, make sure you don't win it. Be a, a contributor. A, right, exactly. You just yeah. want to be a contributor because a 10-minute-a-night guy who is just invisible out there because he can skate fast yeah. but he doesn't really do much, they don't, they don't last long. Well, so the good thing for you guys in the AHL, you guys make some good money, though. It is a lot. You guys, yeah, you know, it is good money, yeah. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people know that. They the in. Hockey, these guys take care of of their guys. It's not like baseball. My God, most I ever made in the minor leagues was nineteen hundred dollars a month. A month, concession stand people make more than players, and that's not. Yeah, a joke. I've heard I've heard some 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 stories about that. Yeah, in baseball and hockey, there's a like it's all unionized, and there's I think there's a minimum salary now, and like there's guys making you know almost six hundred grand now in the American in the in the American League, which is unbelievable. When I came in, like the guys making two hundred were the top of the top. Like, yeah. Play forever. You yeah. make, I got to tell you, not playing hockey is worse than playing hockey. So, I mean, if you want to play for 20, 24 years, what, go play, what's bro. What's the minimum? I know uh, the NFL, I remember when I was a kid, was like 300000 And now I think it's more like six or 800000 the NFL. Can you actually look that up for me, Chris? What's that? Uh, the min the league minimum practice squad NHL, guys NHL are making like decent money now. Practice squad guys, I think, started with like five grand a week, and I think now they're up to forty grand a week. Practice squad guys, wow. okay. but like when the practice squad, what about I think the, so. I think so. What about the fit? I could be wrong. Though. I, 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 I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't, don't want to be full of min shit. League minimum yeah. NFL. What do you know? What it is in the NHL? I think it's eight hundred, eight fifty, seven fifty here. Minimum salary for NHL players in 2023 is $750,000. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but, uh, but a two-way contract, I don't think is that. NFL, man? Yeah, no, the yeah. NHL, NHL minimum is seven fifty. So if you're on a two-way, it's to be seven fifty. And while you're in the American League, say you sign for three hundred. Yeah. 
while you're up, you get paid per day, pretty much. Really? So while you're uh, up, if you get called up for a week, those seven days are on a seven fifty prorated salary. So th- there was something called uh, there was something called the September Superhero, and I've heard about this in the minor leagues, where it's the exact kind of same thing where you like your salary doubles, but imagine that ten x. So there's guys that sometimes like you're on your last year in a minor league contract and you've done five, six years with a team and they give you like, they throw you a cherry and they bring you up for September call up or something. So these guys would call up and the per diem in the major leagues for some clubs was like $500 a day for per diem. Well, we're making two grand a month in the minor leagues, you know what I'm saying? So these guys would go up and they would try to blow out during batting practice. They would run into the walls. They would dive for balls in the outfield. They would rip throws like they Just would try. Because if you go on the DL yeah. while you're in the big leagues, you get that big league money oh. the entire time yeah. of your rehab. Wow. So they're, But everybody knew what they were doing. A great friend of mine, Andy Shabilo, if you're listening, brother, I love you and I miss you. He was a closer for San Diego for like five games. I think he actually is infamous. I think he's the only guy ever to give up a grand slam on his first pitch in the major leagues. I could be wrong about that. But <laughs> yeah, welcome to the big leagues, kid. Um, but he was telling me stories of he knew he was going to get released, and he knew he had to get a scope anyway at the end yeah. of the season. So he talked it over with his manager. was like, I know I'm going to look like an asshole, but you got to hear me out. And the manager was like, go for it. And everybody was rooting for him to, to get down. <laughs> yeah, in batting practices, pitchers are shagging. This dude's diving. Oh, man. He's oh. trying to climb the wall. Yeah, and, and he got a year. He got a year yes, out of San Diego. He got a year. Hey, God bless. Yeah. yeah. So um, you you played now. Uh, you've been in since you were 18. You you, you said pl- 12 years, right? You've been yeah, playing going on year hockey. 12. Yeah. Year 12. What do you uh? How do you plan to transition out when your when your time's up? Um, what do you what do you plan on doing? Because I see the way like you carry yourself. Like you're obviously a leader. Like leadership's bit is big with me. I can tell you have like that like intensity. You know, you kind of command respect from the younger guys in there. What uh? What do you plan on doing? Do you plan on you know staying in the sport? I think so. I, I really I really do love the sport. I love playing, but I love the sport. I grew up in the sport. It's it's uh, my father-in-law played just as long as my dad. My brother-in-law is playing in Switzerland now. Me, my my sister had a full scholarship University of Maine for hockey. So we have hockey. It's every, in the blood. Everywhere, like it's it's all we know, and and it's really do, it really is what I love doing. And and like I was saying, like the last couple of years, I've kind of filled that leadership role. I've been assistant captains on the teams and. And, um, you know, taking younger guys out to lunch and kind of, you know, teaching them what I was taught growing up and, and coming into the leagues. And and uh, I think I would like to stay in that. Something I would really enjoy is, you know, teams have player development coaches. Mm. And that's mm. something that I would I would really enjoy. Just, you know, cold calling kids whenever and how are you doing, watched your games. And, you know, you could work on this, work on that. And having that relationship with them on, you know. Whatever, whatever the the case needs. You, you really do have cool. a very interesting perspective, right? You know, you, you're you're the son of a NHL player, yeah. like you said. It's, it's in your blood, but you've been a first round draft pick. You've played abroad. You've had very high expectations at 18 years old. You've also been the KG old vet. There's kind of nothing this game hasn't showed you. And plus, how many coaches have you played? We talked about Gallant. We talked about Tortorella. You've played with some of the best coaches this game's ever seen. Yeah, exactly. So it's you know, I I feel like I do have a lot to offer. I don't have the thousand nhl game resume but I, I i've been around and 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 i've seen a lot and my dad was there and we are entourage growing up i've heard a million stories of of coaches and you know i'm not scared to 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 talk to anyone and ask anything so you know I've, i feel like i've i've so accumul- sometimes those great players don't make great coaches because no. the game just doesn't come right. easy and they're the not interested either because they've made millions and millions mm-hmm. of dollars mm-hmm. so they don't need to be there they love right. the game and they were offered to f- from a buddy like hey come coach 
come coach for me. Come yeah. coach for me. Like even if it's an NHL job, like it's a lot of it is who you know when it comes to those to those post career jobs. But it's um, you know it, for me, I, I would love to stay in, in the game. Yeah, yeah, I think it's uh you know all the time you know we've put into these sports. It'd be a shame to take all that knowledge to the grave with us and not be able to. Like like me, I, I want to be involved no matter what I do in, in MMA in some capacity for like the rest of my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like kind of giving the knowledge back, all the great knowledge I've learned from great coaches, you know, guys I looked up to, for other fighters. You know, you want to give that back to like the younger generations too. You yeah, know? you already do that as well. I mean, you know, you, you do a lot of seminars, you help a lot of the guys, so you're passionate about that too. It, it takes it takes something to take time out of your day to give the knowledge that you have to somebody else. Yeah. It, you, it's a special type of person. Not everybody wants to do that shit. You yeah. know, yeah. me, you know, me, me first of all. <laughs> Fuck you. I, we're special. I, so, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I agree. Sorry, kid. I had to figure it out. You fucking figure it out too, all right? <laughs> But no, let me give you because we only got a couple minutes left. This yeah. has been fantastic. Thank you so much, Stefan, for coming on. Um, what uh, when you talk think about a guy like John Tortorella? Real, give me give me a, a, a one sentence on John Tortorella. What do you think? Um, I would for one word, I would just say honest. I think he doesn't bullshit anyone, and he doesn't uh, beat around the bush. He, you know, if you do the right thing, he'll love you. Mm. And if you kind of sit on past success or sit on, you know. A little bit of success here and there and you just sit on it he'll he'll call you out in front of everyone and he's not uh he was great with me he gave me a great opportunity in columbus and he uh kept it real with me the whole time if he had to take me out of the lineup steph didn't work too great last night we got to give this other kid a shot and it would be vice versa and, and and you know i could go to him for anything and um you know i called him after after i had left columbus and and just to chat and keep in touch with a person like that, I think, is is, is huge. So he's uh, he was great with me. I really appreciated my time with him. Oh, that's great. That's good to hear the other side of it because all you ever hear is about the, you know the fiery. I've heard I've heard nightmare stories, and I think even even himself used to say I was a fucking idiot back back in the Ranger days. I would make them run four miles in twelve minutes, and it was like it it was nuts. Like the test that he would do, but you know. He, He's, he's yeah, had I guess success. you can go fast on yeah. skates, huh? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm running. I'm, running. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like, no, no, no. shit. Head three-minute no, no. miles. Yeah. Head to the track. Like, our test in Columbus was 12 minutes, three miles. Two oh, miles? Wow. Six-minute miles? Two miles, yeah. I think yeah. it would be two miles in under 12 minutes, and if you don't do it, you just Sheesh. look like an idiot. Yeah, wow. it's fast. Yeah. No, for guys who don't run. That's sprinting. That's yeah. moving, man. Hell yeah. The captain, when you're a quick story, the, the captain, Foligno, my first year there, Tough guy, too. That's a very tough, awesome leader, unbelievable person, great player. He's played over a 1,000 games, and and um, he was running it, and it was so hot out. You could see the steam off the track, and halfway through the run, starts stumbling, falls face first on the track. And guys are so scared of Torres and so scared of this test, nobody stops. Guys are running <laughs> around him. Flicky, you all right? You all right? And then the next group... Come the next bus comes to to do the test and they're all hearing about this and he's on the sidelines finds some shade and water he's like yeah flee passed out and he's like in great shape so it's just like so much build up around his test he only needs he takes two days he's like give me two days of the training camp and then you can do whatever you want like the, the assistant coaches will take the x's and o's but he just wants to grind you into the ground and see what you were made of mm. what'd you think of gallant playing for gallant I mean, when I was there, like I, I was up and down. I played ten games or so, and, yeah. and I was there for a little bit more. And and he, it was everything was just so relaxed because there was no real expectation. Like in our meetings at the beginning of the year, we're gonna make the playoffs in three years. We're gonna win the cup in five or six, whatever he said. Mm. Like they talked about it a lot after they won. And and I was in that meeting, and and uh, so everything was just was just so smooth. And then ten, twelve, fifteen, twenty games in, still at the top of the league, and that team was just on fire. And when I would go back down, I was with the Chicago Wolves in the minors and we were watching this and we were just 
unbelievable, like amazed by like what they were doing. Everybody had career years. Gallant, the, the team coached itself. Like he, he was just a positive, positive, funny guy. Like, yeah, I, well, that that's actually the the critique of him on the, the last Rangers thing is right. that you know there wasn't enough X's and O's. There right. was, it was a little bit too lax. Yeah, you know? but I think with that Vegas team, it was just a perfect mix, and he he did a great job with them, and they they made it to the finals, obviously, and lost. But for the first year, like it, the expectations after that went skyrocket. If you could build, uh, well, the best three players, four players you played against, right? What do they have that other people don't have? I think it's poise. Like they're like they just they're just so poised in everything they do. Like they just never never let anything bother them. No moment too big. No, no, no they just yeah, they make just, a mistake. Oh, they'll brush oh, it oh, off. They know yeah. they're going back out there, and then the next play they'll do some they'll do something great. You know, it's short memory. Like Crosby, like everyone makes mistakes. Like sure. Crosby will make mistakes. McDavid makes mistakes. I played with McKinnon last year. He makes mistakes. But these guys will just come back with such a fire and and such a determination to to do it right the next time that it, you know mistakes don't happen too often for, for these guys. Yeah. But it's uh, it's very impressive. Matthews, you know, he doesn't miss the net. You know, in practice, he won't miss the net, and that's why he scores 40, 50, 60 a year. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's just these these guys at the top are very, uh, you know, it's something to look up to for sure because they they're not just lucky. They're not just they don't just happen to be good. Their work ethic and their perfectionism is is through the roof. But then you look at grinders that are able to do 12, 13 years of Benino and these guys. What do those guys have that they're able to get meaningful minutes year after year, even though they're not a McKinnon? Yeah, I think that's just like the consistency of it. Like you have Darren Helm who's played 20 years. Jack Johnson who's with us. He's played, he's on going on year 17 or 18. Yeah. And well, I mean, he was a premier prospect at one yes, time. I mean, yes, yeah. but like I said, most guys are. Like you, yeah. you hear about some guys who are in smaller markets and you hear about them, you know, maybe 10 years into their career and then mm. you look them up and they're like, oh man, this guy's pretty good. And he's Fourth overall, seventeenth you know, <laughs> yeah. overall. Like yeah. these guys are, 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 have always been good, and then they we'll call that the Jovanowski effect. <laughs> and then just they, took a little time for them to develop, right? Maybe their... not, or they just like they were slotted into that third line role, and okay. they mastered that third line role. Yep. You know, so they they never put up a hundred points, but they'll play a thousand games. Okay, so. interesting. Just a pros pro, pros pro. pro. Speaking of a pros pro, that's Stefan Montau, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you guys. Where Thank can you. they find you, Steph? Uh, nowhere really. I'm on Instagram, St. Matteau, um, but I'm pretty pretty quiet on the social. Like I said, this is my first my first pod, and it's first uh, one. It definitely can't be the yeah. last. You gotta reach no out to last, brother. You gotta you gotta take some clips out of this. Show them the biz. We gotta uh, yeah. we gotta get you on spitting chicks next, man. That'll I really be... I really enjoy oh, it. What was your boys scary. podcast in uh in uh, Quebec? I don't even think there's, Quebec. There's... Quebec. I spent a lot of time in Montreal, all right? Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> what you were saying. Yeah, I spent a lot of time up at uh, TriStar with, like, Farad Sahabi, George St. Pierre, okay. Amy Zahabi, all those guys. Every time I'd walk into a store, though, they'd be like, bonjour or yeah. hello. Hello, yeah. <laughs> hello. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm a hello guy. Yeah. Like, they didn't like that. They didn't like that. <laughs> Salut, hello. Bonjour. Hello. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, regret to, I regret to inform you yeah. that I'm a hello guy. <laughs> I regret to inform you. Man, yeah. the city's so English. But uh, yeah, I thank you guys. Thank you guys very much. Yeah, man, Love my pleasure, stuff. brother. Yeah, you're the man. You're for the man. Great, thank you, brother. For the great Mickey Gall. For Natalie, who didn't say a word. For Christian, who's still recovering from the Luke Liver Woo! shot. The and for Luke ben, Liver shot. Ben's delicious semen eclair. This has been <laughs> Slick and Thick. We will see you Saturday at 2. Use code SNT30 for a free month on Gas Peace, Digital. Peace, love S&T you, big 30. kiss. Thank you, thank you.